0: Hello NRL fans and welcome back to the NRL Rewind Podcast. I'm your host Matt Namovski. Just throwing a little bonus pod in here, we just had our 2021 draft lottery in my draft comp. Just wanted to kind of go through what's happened and share some thoughts, some, some insights to where I'm kind of leaning for my draft now that we've got the lottery over. So we have a 12-man league. In our league this year we did something a bit different. We drew the names out of a box and... Everyone was assigned a number, but that number wasn't exactly where they were picking. They now had the ability to choose where they're picking. So pick one, could pick anywhere in the in the draft order between 1 and 12. Once that number was taken, obviously off the board, the next player. So it was pretty run-of-the-mill for the first style. Uh, the first three all-held places. Four went down to number five. I was at number five, and I've chosen to move down to ten. So I guess I did value the turn this year. I th- saw at number 5 there wasn't real any any big captaincy options that were going to be different to what I thought was going to be down there at 10. So for me, just looking at it now, I'm really obviously hoping that someone in my comp doesn't really see the value in drafting a Kalen Ponga early due to the injury risk there. So Ponga, even Tom Travojevic, if... Injuries for Turbo scare some people away. So they're probably the two big ones I'm looking at there. Would be money if Damien Cook would fall down. If those three weren't there, and you know, your Tedesco, Cleary, Munster, and all off the board. You know, Tom Malolo, Madison, Crichton, those three second rollers would all be very, very enticing. A Cody Walker at 5'8", if I started looking at my 5'8s and said, yep, just lock it in now and get the points. And obviously if I do want to go, if if the run of fullback started and I wanted to get one, I could go a Tuvasa Shek or a in there as well. But I think the the more appealing one to me was now getting pick 15 in the Snake. So that was probably for me the the most enticing, taking 10 and 15 together and really wanting to build the team. So a couple of different options I've been thinking. could obviously go a ceiling player like a Ponga or a Travoyevich if he's there and then take a second rower, if any of those second rowers are there that are named at 15. Could also just stack the two second rowers and just bank the 70 average each. That would also be an option. So I guess, yeah, just wanted to kind of run through where I'm kind of sitting if you're in a similar position in your draft around the turn. So I think off the board guaranteed, Tedesco, Cleary, Cook, Munster, Pappenhausen. I think that's the top five. Now uh, that I've got it on my big board. So I think they're all definitely locked away. Now the next five. I've got Tom Trevojevic. Ponga. Tomololo. Grant. Gutherson. I'm oh, sorry. And Madison. So Turbo Ponga. Lolo. Grant. Madison. That would be the next the next for me. So I think any one of those. That forward me at 10. I'll be very happy as a captaincy option. Just running through those options. So obviously Trevojevic. If he's on the field. The ability to average an eighty, no problem. Great player, Ponga. Yes, out for the first three to four weeks. Have seen some rumors from James Hooper out there, potentially up to six weeks. Don't love that, but again, if he's if he when he gets back on the park, it's a seventy-five average right there. It's your fullback locked in. So those two fullback options, I do love. And if I had to pick between the five, they would be the first two that I would go for there. Now them two weren't there. Now we look at Harry Grant from Melbourne. Does Harry Grant get the same leeway and same minutes, same play as Cameron Smith? Obviously doesn't have the goal kicking, so won't average as high in terms of just a goal kicking. But has the ability with the running game that Cameron didn't have at the end of the season. So it's very enticing, especially with now McKinnis being out the hooker situation. I think Cook's number one. I think Grant now becomes number two. And then I think there's a big gap to Appy at number three. So appealing to take the hooker there and just lock that in. But let's say he's not there. Now we have the three second rollers for me Tom Malolo, Madison, Crichton. All great options. I think we'll all average over 70 this year. If I had a preference, I'd probably go Madison, would be my first pick. Then I'd go Tom Walolo, then I'd go Crichton. But again, not, not bad options if I can get any of those three. Cody Walker would be next. Now, some people would have Cody Walker above the second rollers. I see the argument there. Cody Walker, 5'8 only. You could lock in your 5-8, one of, the, one of the weaker position groups 5-8 this season. I think one of the most volatile as well we spoke about in the 5-8 pod. So yes, would be interesting, could take Cody Walker there. So that's, prob- that's the top 12, that's how I think my draft, our draft will go. I think those are the 12 that will get picked. So I'll have one of those. So in that bottom 6, I'll be ha- very happy with one of those as my first pick. But now we talk about where pick 15 becomes very enticing to me. So now I think that's the way 12 will be, but one of those may slip, you know. You might see a Crichton or a Grant drop low. So, you know, the, the next ones I have on my board here, Tuvasa Shek, I've got at 13. I've got Payne Haas at 14. Dave Fafita at 15. Clint Gutherson, 16. And Brimson at 17. So just talking about the next five there. So, again, if you wanted to go fullback, Tuvasa Shek, Meteorita, Breaks, tackles, can score tries in this team. Payne Haas, out for the first three games. But if you can, if I can lock in a Cody Walker and a Payne Haas, or a Tom Lolo and a Payne Haas, very interesting. Dave Feeder in this Titans team. Does give me a lot of interest if I do want to go. You know, I think I, that's one of the teams I do want to stack this year, the Titans. So, could do that. Gutho, you know, a safe and solid fullback. Now we're kind of talking, like I said, I did think there was going to be a run on fullbacks. You know, right now, up to Gutho, we've got Tedesco, Pappenhausen, Dvojevic, Ponga, uh, Tuvasašek, Gutherson. So already you can see the amount of fullbacks that are coming off the board. So if you did say that, that was, Gutho is the cutoff there, I could see that, that one there. But I just want to mention pick 17. I've got Brimson, AJ Brimson. If, if I knew that he was going to be starting and not in being injured, and I could guarantee his injury, Mate, he would shoot all the way up to thirteen for me. I think he'd go past Gutho, past Tuvasašeck, and fall right in with Cody Walker there. So I've got options, you know, and I've chosen this way because I just if I can get two of the top fifteen and nail those first two picks, either get a ceiling player and then have a really good base player, take two really good base players, gives me a bit more flexibility. I, I think my first pick, whoever I take in my first pick, is just going to be guaranteed captain ma- captain material. Banking at 140 every week as the captain. So I definitely like the the option of doing that. But then pick 15 for me. The snake, the turn. You know, it can do it can do things to people. You know, I remember last year I was near the turn and there was a couple of times where I was, you know, slightly panicked going, oh, okay, a couple of guys are gone that I didn't, that I didn't expect to be gone. You're kind of jumping around. So I'm kind of hoping, that's why I went 10 versus 11 and 12. Kind of gives me a couple of more picks to reset. Kind of... Let those let the first two picks in that first round go past. Now it's hard to go, okay, this person's not there. So it gives me a bit more flexibility. So I really want to try and nail these first two picks. Obviously, when rounds three and four come around, what, if I decide to go one of the spine and then a forward, or even I can go, you know, realistically, it could be I could go a Ponga and a Walker if it so happened to fall that way to me. It could, it could be a Grant and a Brimson. Just depends on how how the draft's going. If, if a run on fullbacks goes, I'm probably not going to run in and jump one uh, just for the sake of taking one in the first round. I'll probably wait to pick 15 and take one if I need to take one. But I'm not gonna, I'll let the draft come to me. I think there are options. So, again, just wanted to kind of throw it out there. I know a lot of people are going to be starting a draft from this week. So you've probably got your draft order set now and you're thinking, what am I going to do? I think this is definitely now... With the injury to McInnes, this is a three-man draft at the top. I think Tedesco is undisputed number one. Cleary is undisputed number two. And Cook is now an undisputed number three. Right under that, you've got your little cluster of Munster, Papenhausen, Ponga, Trojevic. And then your next little lot of Grant, Madison, tomololo Crichton, Walker, Haas, Tuvasashek. So I wish everyone luck in their, in their draft. If you're doing the lottery to decide your order... If you've already started a draft and you you know you draft this weekend or next weekend, I really do hope and wish you well. Again, there's a couple of ways you can do it. I think don't reach. Obviously, you want to get the players that you want, but again, if you if you if you hope a player, if you think a player is going to be there, and you know you've got a nice backup plan, I think don't reach. I think let the draft come to you. That's what I'm going to do at number ten. I'll see I'll see what happens. I'll see if the Ponga. And in everyone's draft league, I think you know, you're know you going to have a couple of players that are switched on, a couple that won't be. So for me, just, I'll be hoping that a lot of players will look at Ponga as an injury risk if he's out for six weeks and go, I don't want a piece of that, I just want to get off to a hot start. I'll then take the risk and go, you know what, give me Kalen. Yes, I'm not going to have a, a first rounder, but my second rounder at pick 15 will now become my pseudo number one. I'll ride them, cap them for the first six weeks, and then when Kalen comes back, obviously they'll slot straight back into the team there. So again, guys, I'll come back with some more draft uh, stuff. We've got my draft is happening next week, next Sunday. So throughout then I'll come back with a couple of predictions, a couple of where I'm thinking some love and hate, just uh, where where I'm kind of thinking with my picks. I'll kind of work around it on a 12-man around the turns and kind of see where you're going to get some value there, what players I'm really wanting to try and target, which ones I want to stay away from and let the others take So, thanks for listening, guys. I'll be back with some more draft and Supercoach Classic stuff in the future. So, thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day and hear from you soon. Cheers.